water and your Bible quotes and listen to one time summer camp. All right, welcome everybody to this number one time at number, summer camp. This number one time at gmail.com. <laughs> hey everybody, it's it's are. it's been a while. It's been a while. We're super excited to be back. We're all drinking something. Um, oh, thank you for doing that, Aaron. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, for those for those that don't know that haven't oh, listened gosh. to the Patreon, um, our buddy Aaron is um, he's got a frog in his throat. Actually, in his lungs, he's got, he's very sick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) But the dedication that this man has to sit here and do the podcast, he's literally lying in a hospital bed. Wow. No, stop that. Oh, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The fans just mean so much to me. So, yeah. Oh, you see that? You're welcome, Mom. Um, Yeah. So we're back. And today we just kind of. Um, planned out this episode all day long, so get ready for it. Um, as we usually do, we're going to start off with a get-to-know-you question. My get-to-know-you is, what would be the three worst things that you would hate to take up to the cash register? The three worst things? Yeah, because you know you're going to get looks. I'm ready for it because this actually happened to me when we were on vacation last week. We went up to Montana, and hi, I'm John. Um, we went up to Montana, and I walk into the store with a list from my wife of things to get. I got a bag of mini marshmallows, some vinegar, white vinegar. Oh shoot! What was the, oh, and um, mayonnaise. You make the worst white Russians ever. <laughs> Why was that so bad to carry Well, out? okay. It wouldn't have been terrible, except she commented on it. <laughs> she's like, what, you, what are you making? Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, this is just the strangest combination, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, it had to ring up as $6.66. Perfect. Is the total. And she's like, oh, my goodness. This is just... And she went on and on for like five minutes. I've got five people behind me. She won't put my stuff in the bag. I'm like grabbing a bag over the counter, just stuffing the stuff in. That was the worst situation I ever could have been in. So it was un- it was uncomfortable just because she talked to you? Is is that it? No, it was because of what she was talking to me about. And she was making a big deal out of mini marshmallows and mayonnaise. To her credit. What the heck were you doing with marshmallows, white vinegar, and mayonnaise? Hey, we needed white vinegar um, for the shrimp that we were going to grill. We needed the mini marshmallows because my wife was going to make Rice Krispie treats. And we needed the mayonnaise for the potato salad. Uh, It was a honeydew list. Yeah. Yeah. That rang up as $6.66. That's interesting. Uh, I have my answer. I'm ready. All right, Aaron, go ahead. Uh, Jeff, I mean... (laughs) No, Aaron can go. No, no, go, please. All right, I'm Jeff. I'm the former program director of Lutherdale Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. And I think the three most awkward or uncomfortable things to purchase in the line would be 
uh, mini marshmallows, regular marshmallows, and jumbo marshmallows. Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> he didn't have an answer. No. <laughs> because I think you would get the looks of like, what, what are you, what are you doing? And, you know, sometimes you just want to get through the line and not have to talk to people. Oh my god! Yes. Uh, let's see. My name's Aaron. Uh, I'm sick. And of the three different <laughs> things, I I don't know if it's three, but I'm kind of with John on something job. here. It's. I don't like it. I'm actually the opposite. I don't like it when I buy something that obviously goes together. And then they ask you, like, the dumb, here's your sign question. So, like, I'll go to the store and I'll buy, like, tomatoes, jalapenos, and onions. And I'll start checking out. And they, they'll pull up and be like, so, what you making? Salsa? And I just kind of, like, look at them, like... Toothpaste. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, Yeah. Like, and then they start to, oh man, is it good? No, it sucks. No, like, I like making horrible. crappy salsa. That's what I like to do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come over later. <laughs> try some. You'll throw up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's what I don't like is when they, you can tell they're just making like horrible small talk when they could have just been like, cool, nice. That's all they had to do yeah. <laughs> or say nothing, whatever. No, I feel like kind of dragged on cashiers, but. Thank you so much for all the, that you do. I could never bring myself up. I don't go to the self-checkout. Oh, I love the self-checkout. Oh, no. I do too. I was a cashier and a bagger. That was like my first job. Ooh, which, where? In just a local grocery store in the town. What was it called? Uh, island Market. Island? <gasps> you lived on an island? Yeah. I don't think it's there anymore. It's renamed or something. The island um, isn't there anymore? Peninsula no, Shop. But I, I'm very particular oh, with warming. how things are bagged, and I hate when they do it wrong, so I have to do self-checkout. Oh. oh. So if we all go shopping together, what it's going to look like is oh, I'm going to slip something into the cart that John's going shopping in that is going to make it awkward, and I'm going I'm going to go to the self-checkout next to Jeff and start intentionally like putting eggs and bread so, on the bottom. Like, and I'm putting canned goods on top. Okay. Just put the cold I'm... stuff together, put the boxes together, put the meats together. Okay. Come on. Why? But then, but then the meats don't get that. Then the, like the cereal doesn't get that savory meat juice that drips into it. You know. I like the adventure of like, is my bread gonna be squished? Like, are my eggs all over everything? You never know until you get home. <laughs> I like to mix the food items with the non-food items, so that when I get home, I have to resort it out. Isn't that right, Jeff? So you're the worst. I mean, that, this is the great thing about get-to-know-you questions that we do at camp. They can literally lead to a 15-minute conversation of nonsense. So, everybody, <laughs> you are welcome. Um, <laughs> and we're all so much closer, and we've decided to go shopping together. Woo. Um, I think uh, our buddy Jeff here nope. will pass the torch to Aaron. <laughs> No, um, Jeff is going to pass it to Aaron. I don't here, I don't Aaron, want to touch him. Peace, guys. Thank you. Here's the, here's the torch. Um, all right. You guys get a choice in what are the odds. I have two of them. One of them is simple, but it involves food. One of them is does not involve food, but it does involve like. Okay. Purchasing something. Purchasing. Okay. 
Like, you're going to have to spend some money on this one. How much money? It varies. Like, we're not talking like 100 bucks here, but you're probably okay. talking like maybe 20, 30 bucks. Okay. Something like that. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. I'm a gambling which one, man. Uh, well, well, you guys have to decide, though. You, you guys have to come to agreement. Which one do you want to do? Jeff, I like to gamble. Let's yeah, do the money one. Let's some money. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are the... Uh, okay, first of all, do you guys know what loot boxes are? So I'm like loot crate.com is an example. Like loot crate or like any of those like things where you basically you pay a company and then they're going to send you a bunch of random crap. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. What are the odds that you would buy a loot box for the two other hosts? Oh man, I've got so many. Um, one. One and one. <laughs> one and one. He's like, I'm doing it anyway. Well, yeah. I'm going to make it at least interesting. What did we say? Like 20 was the max? 20 is the max. Oh. Uh, no, I'm not going 20. I just couldn't remember what we're max. I said no. I'll do one in 12. 12. Okay. God, you're so such a one, one, one in six. We're going one in six. Okay. I, you can't make it too easy. So yes, again, I can. If, I literally just John did. And I We've match. gone to one in four. I rigged this election. Cereal. Hey. If John and I match, that means Aaron has to do it for us. But if one That's of correct. us matches with Aaron, we have to do it for Aaron. It's been like five months since we did this. So I'm oh, reminding my. us how it goes. Oh, gotcha. I will, I will do it for you both anyways. <laughs> Thank you, John. Okay, here we go. Uh, it's going to be one, two, three, shoot. Okay, here we go. What? <laughs> I hate you, John. Oh, it's my God. Number. It's not even in the number. No, right it now. happened. That literally happened. <laughs> It happened, Aaron. It's going on. Okay, so this is what just happened. No, I'll let Aaron explain. This will be more exciting. This is so freaking stupid. Okay, so these jack wagons in the they went to the oh. chat and they both at the same time, without knowing it, typed seven. <laughs> and they showed up at the exact same time, which is not even in the number. Range. I think that means that no matter what, you have to do it because I mean. <laughs> We're still doing the countdown. We'll uh, see what happens. Here we go. I hate that so much. This is the worst. All right. Uh, all right, here we go. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, seven. Three. Six. Oh, wait. I oh. thought we were going to go to Jeff, six. Jeff, you're the worst. No, but we said seven, so you have to do it. Oh, come on. This is never going to happen again. I feel cheated. And I was going to say six, to be Fine. fair. But I was like, Fine. no, I'll no, be I, there's no proof. Seven. Fine, I guess my dumb butt is buying you guys a loot crate of some sort, a loot box. I'm gonna uh -huh. the, dumb butt. I'm gonna find a weird one. I'm down. Different. I'm I'm searching it right yeah. now. In college, there's our. Uh, what are the odds that I've lost for the third time? I don't think anybody else has lost. Except, <laughs> no. no, John. John has to do his nose wax. Oh, thing. I still have oh, to do that. Right. Yeah. But he was excited about that, so it wasn't really a loss. Yeah. yeah, and he still hasn't done it. I've done my garlic cereal. That's how you get out of stuff. You just act and super excited I about it. lose another one? No, it was also that I mean. one. I feel like you had to get something. You had you to get your nails painted. Yeah, that was just because he was coming to Texas and then he bailed on me. Yeah, I, did. I had a baby. Well, I didn't have and a baby. I said what I said. <laughs> All right. All right, fine. Anyways, well, there's your... Uh, that was fun. What are the odds that I can't believe y'all cheated and I somehow still have to do this? I used to buy um, subscriptions for my friends in college all the time. Let's see. Uh, Jeff, 
I think you're up, bro. Here's the torch. Yeah, I got a story. Do we want to do the thing first before we get into the story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Well, so the story has to do with the end of camp, and we thought um, this is the end of camp season. Many just ended. So it's a good time to also like talk about end camp traditions we might have at camp before we get into the story. So do either of you guys have like end of summer, end of camp traditions? We were talking before I, we started recording. We didn't have too many. Um, that we would we would always have like the camp cleanup day, so the counselors help clean up camp and stuff. Um, and they would, I don't know. You you do all the things that like are just easier with you know many hands make light work, like putting up the hammocks and um, you know doing deep cleans of certain things like the grill that we always cook up burgers on and stuff like that. Um, putting away camping supplies, yada yada. Um, and then usually we do a staff party. Um, we did everything from like going to top golf to doing swim parties at people's houses. Um, one thing we always did do, uh, while I was there was we did superlatives. Um, and so you would get two superlatives per staff member. You'd get like one silly one and one serious one. And so, um, oh man, I don't think I, I remember a whole lot. I know that like, Ones I had gotten, I did this when I was the counselor, um, and I really loved it. One of the ones I would get was, like, my silly one was always the, like, it was called the hard, fast leader. And so, like, all the songs I would pick were always, like, the loud, crazy songs. I'd never pick all the, like, nice songs, um, because that just wasn't me. Um, And then, but I also got, like, I forgot what the other, like, I don't know, like, good friend or whatever i don't know i can't think of what any awards were but you you the leadership staff would get together and think of two awards for every counselor and it was a good way to let them know that like you you were looking at stuff and we didn't have like a staff of like a hundred or anything we had but it was still like a staff of 30 so i mean we started working on it like two weeks before the end of camp what did we do didn't really have i mean we did an end of camp worship um staff worship we we did the whole camp cleanup everything like that you know one that really i don't think it was supposed to be a tradition but we would always start off the year like there was 10 weeks of summer right well we always had a group that would schedule that 11th week so we always needed staff so i feel like my tradition was the week (laughs) or two before like Hey, you want to stay for an extra week? Hey, you want to stay? Please stay. <laughs> Please help us. I don't want to do dishes for 100 people. Mm-hmm. And then they always would. And so um, you just got to have one more intentional week with some pretty cool people. And it was super laid back because obviously it was just dishes and cleaning camp and then hang out all day. My tradition is I made people work. <laughs> and uh at lutherdale we also did the superlatives for the staff oh. um, but we would actually um like two weeks before the end of the summer we would put out a box and have staff submit them like for other oh. staff members whoever they want my gosh that's, that's a good genius. idea so let um, them do the work why did they I would submit that? them then we would go through them all some we would get rid of because they were a little ruthless um <laughs> But we had type up a list 
with like three, four options for everybody, we would then give it to the staff and let them vote. So they really got the input on like the superlatives for everyone. So it was really fun. Like a couple days before the end of summer, everyone voted on it and you voted for what everyone's superlative would be. That's pretty cool. So that's a good one. Yeah. As it, it gave the staff more input rather than like a few people deciding for everybody what the superlative would be. And right. you got way more creative when you had all the staff. But yeah, that some more ruthless. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty upset that that never crossed my mind. That's genius. It wasn't my idea. I don't even know whose it was, but that's just what they did when I got there, I think. Gotcha. Oh, but, but claim it. it. it Take really it. Idea. It was your idea. No. <laughs> no, Jeff is a genius. God, Jeff is so smart. Let's just talk about <laughs> Jeff for a second. Like, Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> God, look at that little cow look he's got going on. Oh, God, my hair is not cooperating today. I'm just going to hey, do you guys uh, do Put you a hat on. Have, uh, do either of you have a record player? Yeah, dude. John, do you? Not 90. I Damn. love my record player. Well, there goes your Vinyl Me Please monthly record club, Jeff. Sorry. Oh, you can have mine. Yep, John ruined <laughs> it. I'm look. I'm still looking for something else. Go ahead. <laughs> what? I'll just. Oh, hey, I'll just I, drop I, the hint. We both like fishing. I mean, I do like fishing, but it I hasn't come up yet. Um, <laughs> Bummer. I do have. Daily Harvest, which takes the stress out of figuring out what foods to mix together for your morning smoothies. Oh, that sounds amazing. I'd make a smoothie for that. That does sound pretty <laughs> cool, actually, man. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, do we have any other uh, end of summer traditions? Or I can hop in. My story involves some, so I will talk about them in the story if you want to go. Hop in. All right, so this is the uh, end of the summer. That's our theme that we've talked about. It was my first summer working at camp. I was a counselor. And um, at the end of our summer, we at Sugar Creek, we had very standard traditions. So Friday would come, the kids would all leave. And once they left, we would do a full cleanup of camp. Everyone would be out there for hours, cleaning cabins, doing all that good stuff. And then when it was all done, we would have a nice dinner. Everyone would go like dress up and be all fancy for dinner. Um, Mm -hmm. Our maintenance guy would like grill out steaks and corn on the cob for us. Like it's really good dinner. And then after dinner, we did what was called Coffee House. Um, It's basically like a staff-only variety show. Um, We're like, sometimes people would do songs, they would do skits, they would tell stories. Uh, It was a wide variety of things. Some would be very serious. uh, Some would be very goofy and silly. Some would be not so appropriate. Um, But it's just like a... Like we... The, some of the support staff they made tons of snacks for coffee house they made coffee because we stayed up really late during this and like it was a whole thing um like it was a whole night affair it was it was a lot of fun though so this is my first summer i know about all of this from being a camper and i'm excited for it all mm-hmm. and uh camp ends and parents are there picking up kids and then I've got a couple left and we're all kind of like getting excited to start cleaning, but not really for cleaning. We're excited for like everything else that night. And, um, time goes by. I'm down to two campers and then I'm down to one camper. And then I watch other people, all their campers are leaving and other people, all their campers are leaving. And I'm still just sitting there with my one hanging out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, eventually, um, every other camper is gone. Except for my one camper. Oh. <laughs> and we're kind of just sitting there chilling. And um, 
the program director, he says, I'll go like I'll go call the parents, I'll figure out what's going on, let's we'll get a hold of someone, see where they're at. I'm like, okay, cool, like we'll just chill. Another counselor's hanging out with us as well. And so he comes back in a little bit and he kinda of pulls me aside and he's like, Hey, like I I can't get a hold of anyone. Oh, I've called no. parents, I've called emergency contacts, like no one is answering their phone. So all the other staff have gone off to clean. It's me this kid and one other counselor and we're just sitting there and it's middle of the afternoon. People have been cleaning some of them for an hour, hour and a half by now. Jeez. And we're just sitting there. So I'm going to leave it at that. What would you guys do? Oh man, this happened all the time. It's but so this is weird. end of summer. Like this happens, but like the very last week when everyone's like all the time, yeah, all the time. So, well, first of all, Luther Heights is, four hours from anywhere our campers are from. So it takes parents a while to get there sometimes. Um, yeah, end of the summer, everybody's cleaning. Man, you jump that kid in with cleaning. Like, nothing's more exciting than, like, hanging out and doing stuff with these older people. And you got, like, one-on-one time with them. Um, I feel like these kids have probably never done chores in their lives. Until they did it with the camp staff on the very last day. But you just get them involved. And then that way the counselors don't all feel like, well, this counselor just sat and colored with crayons the whole time until this kid's parents came. We all cleaned. No, you got the kid involved. You got the counselor doing some stuff. And then no hard feelings. That's good. I'm all about um, putting people to work. Me too. Yeah, I, I would do. What's great? Yeah. I do. I do one of two things. Um, yeah, kind of like John, put him to work. Um, yeah. Have him start doing exit interviews with our counselors. <laughs> oh, good one. And have them start rating them on different scales that I would have on a whiteboard, and nice. have the counselors. You know, the counselors need a break from some of the cleaning, so have them come to the office and be like, "Hi, meet Jim Bob here. You remember Jim Bob from the week? Jim Bob is going to help rate you Logan, on your." His name is Logan. Oh, I'm so sorry. Logan. Yeah. Logan here, and he is uh, going to rate you on how you did this week in these different categories. And it would be anything from, like, you know, general attitude to uh, cleanliness. Smell. And grooming to smell. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. If the camper was not amenable to that, um, I mean, we'll assume we're at, you know, Briarwood for this. Um, I mean, we're pretty close to civilization. I'd probably just call him an uber and have him go it's done and i'd probably uber to a certain point i mean the camp isn't made of money and so i'd be like if they're one of the like panhandle kids or they're like pretty far away i'd probably you know email and text the parents and be like cool i got him as far out as like i got him an hour out of camp but i can't afford to pay more than that so i'm just gonna have the uber (laughs) drop them off at this particular gas station they should be good though they got food and drink there, and they'll probably just start a tab, um, and you can pay it when you get there. Just so I think that'd be good. Wow. Uh, I don't know how you did it, Aaron, but you nailed it. Thanks. <laughs> no, that is not what we did. Of course not. Um, yeah. yeah so, live, wait, they did lift. Away for Uber. Yeah, we, we got <laughs> they, lift, man. They did lift. <laughs> no, so we, we kind of did what him. John suggested, and we... First, we're like, all right, let's let's go play some games and stuff. But after we realized that no one was showing up, we're like, okay, we got to let's go clean. Let's go help out. So we didn't make him do like the disgusting cleaning, but like 
he helped vacuum and things like that because we just, what else we were going to do? <laughs> so as we're cleaning, I'm talking to the kid and just trying to like figure out like what's going on. And he's, he's pretty quiet all week, so never really opened up. Um, but he was starting to now that like all the other kids were gone. And um, I find out he's from the Twin Cities, which is about four hours from camp. And his, his grandparents were supposed to come pick him up. And we're like, okay, that that's a lead for us. Like, we know, don't that's call the parents, <laughs> call the grandparents. You're doing some investigating. Yeah, exactly. So, a little um, mystery. <laughs> we the program director checked in on us. We told him like, hey, like grandma and grandpa, that's who you have to call. We figured out who they were, so he's looking them up, and I'm like, okay, great. So he comes back again, and grandma and grandpa are still not answering their phone. Oh man! But he got a hold of mom and dad. Good. They just got off work, four hours away. And they said, we can come get him, but we won't be there for four hours. Oh. And now it's like dinner time. Like everyone That's is all smart. dressed up fancy. They showered. And it's me and this other counselor with this kid still just like in our khaki shorts and T-shirt. And we're like, okay, cool. Um, so, I'm, you know, I'm going to stop here again. What would you do? Everyone's going to dinner. You have four hours and you're still stuck with this kid. <laughs> You guys have trees there, right? Yeah, we got trees. Rope. <laughs> I think that's a yes. Okay. Yeah, you give him a rope and tell him, hey, look, go climb that tree. And then see what happens for right. the next four hours. I love it. I like it. I like it. I love it. Um, worked on me. What? So it, you're still here with the camper. Yep. How how long until the people get there to pick the kid up? Uh, parents are about four hours out, four hours. and everyone's already going to dinner. Yep, it's about five o'clock at this point in time. Where are they going to dinner? It's on camp property, but like they all oh. went and showered, cleaned up, are dressed nice, and like this is a very dinner. like intimate staff only event kind of thing. Huh, huh. I think you still go with the you want the kid to feel like they're a part of things, and so you put them in the kitchen. And have them start preparing the food. Um, you know, let those who let those who are last shall be first kind of things. Um, the, the staff took care of the kid the whole week, and now the kid will be taking care of them. I feel like it's a beautiful moment, honestly. What would Jesus do for sure? Yeah, definitely. Uh, he might even you know might maybe even have the kid wash their feet during dinner or something. Ooh, I like that plan. Um, yeah. yeah. So he'd uh, never be late for pickup again. <laughs> we so we eventually decided like i guess we're bringing him to dinner because we can't not feed him and we got to do something so yeah we're walking down the valley and as we're going we see our program director running after us like waving his hands and we're like hey what's up he's comes up out of breath he's like the grandparents call me back they're on their way oh dope so it turns out they had left their like phone off the hook in their house and it died. Ew. Like it's one of like the charging stations. So yeah, that's why we couldn't get a hold of them until they noticed it, put it back on the charger and then got our phone call. Oh dear. Um, they just forgot. Oh, it was the grandparents. That yeah. Did that. Yeah. The grandparents did that. Okay. Okay. So they, they'd forgotten and then their phone was dead. Um, and they lived much closer. Yeah. They were about 20 minutes away. Super close. Oh, that's so we brought yeah. him back to the main building. 20 minutes they showed up. 
me and the other cops a quick change, ran down, had dinner with everybody else, and the rest of the night was great. Um, but yeah, we I, I was not too thrilled with that camper. And he came back, no? of course, the next year and was all excited. And I was like, ah, you. Tell them they're going to show up on time. <laughs> well, that worked out then. It did, thankfully, but it was a very stressful end of camp. And um, I got out of cleaning, which was kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> so we're just saying that one yeah. person who's just <laughs> playing with the kid the whole time. Yeah, but it, it was also like after eight weeks of summer, the last thing you want to do is yeah, like, keep playing you. with the camper, honestly. Yeah. I love the campers. I love the kids. But I was just so exhausted. I was like, just go home. I want to go hang out with my friends. Just go Just go home. <laughs> Start walking. Yeah. Your grandparents are 20 minutes up the road. You know how to get there? I know how to get there. It's the town everyone goes to. Just just walk. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yep. So uh, it, that does happen a lot, though, where grandparents or parents forget to pick up kids. Uh, so all much. too common. Um, my son. If my sister like, literally did that like a couple really? of weeks ago with my nephew. Yeah. Oh my God. If <laughs> that's so bad. And <laughs> even worse, they're all up in the mountains. There's no cell service. So like oh camp is calling them <laughs> and like, <laughs> they're just on a nice little hike. That's like awesome. a few hour hike. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's if what it, they did. They took him around and he helped clean. And then he went and got like a second beach day, you know, Jeez. Yeah. If, if parents were like 10, 15 minutes late, I would call them. I wouldn't even let it get that far. Yeah. I was like, nope, you're not here on time. We're calling right away. The thing is, we, we, would have, um, we, would, we would have lunch at 12, closing at 1, and then it's over by like 1.45. Yep. And so we would tell them, be like, hey, you really need to be here at lunch. You know, If you're not going to be here at lunch, please let us know what time you're going to be here. Yeah. Um, and so usually by like closing, if we haven't seen somebody and we don't know why they're not there, we were already calling before we've already started closing worship. So they have time to get there. Yeah. And then that's a good idea. In an hour radius around camp, cell service stops. Jeez. <laughs> so if you're calling them, you know, you, you still have like an hour window there. Well, like, did they just not answer or like, are they within an so hour? You still have to wait. So Don't it's be... like. Dude, there was yeah. LTE coverage over the entirety of camp. <laughs> it was the opposite problem. That sounds amazing. It, I mean, it, it definitely has benefits. I'm not going to lie, but it also comes with its like share of headaches with like both your campers and your counselors. Yeah. You know, oh, sure. Sugar Creek had like five, at least a five minute radius or area around camp. Like there was no cell service. <laughs> Some area, like some directions it was 10, some ends it was areas it was all less. So that wasn't right. as bad. But if they were close, they they would not answer. But Right, right. It wasn't an hour. That, that was good. Suck. Good story. It was a Jeff. good story, I Jeff. That. I enjoyed that a lot. I liked getting back to basics. That was good. Yeah, it was good. You're so basic and we love it. Um, basic. So <laughs> my uh, mom always says. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff, Mom. Yeah, basic. Thanks, Mom. Oh. Well, that was good to be back. I'm glad we're back. Yeah, back good... to the normal stuff. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was good. It's been a while. No more of this, how do we kill campers at 3BC. Oh, no, we'll still do it. They'll be back. We literally got through the first of the week. That's it. <laughs> Day one. That's all we did, baby. <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, we haven't checked the Google Voice in a while, but um, we've got a voicemail on there. 
and it's from one of our newest Patreon listeners. Um, is it our biggest fan? It is our biggest <laughs> fan. 100%. 100%. Uh, it's my mother. Yeah. Diane Dee Dee. <laughs> hey, Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Um, and she has a great question for us today. Uh, we'll play the voicemail for you right here because obviously she's going to tell you about how much she loves me, how great I am. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and we'll listen to it right here. Hi, this is um, Mrs. John's mom, and I'm a couple episodes behind because I've been out of service, but I just wanted to say hi. You guys are doing awesome, and um, apparently... I'm not a horrible mom. I know the answers to a lot of the things my son is answering uh, on this podcast. And I knew he was going to be a Christmas tree because he's always loved Christmas trees. And just, you know, to embarrass him a little tidbit, um, because I love him so much, you got to embarrass him, right? Uh, you, He used to... Um, always want to keep the Christmas tree in his room after Christmas. So, anyway, that's how I knew the answer to that question. And um, another thing is, uh, how do you handle, I want to know how you all handle parents that forget to pick their kids up from camp. And what do you do with the kids what do you think of the parents? And, uh, you know, not that I know anybody that's ever done that, but uh, personally, well, that could be a lie. But anyway, um, uh, I would like to hear from you guys on what you do with forgotten or left campers on pickup day. Keep being awesome. Bye, guys. And, of course, the question that she asked was, um, fits in just great with our story. That is, I do have a real quick follow up. Um, did you ever get to have the Christmas tree in your room the day after yeah, Christmas? That, that's Absolutely really the question. not. I was a wild child. I probably would have done something stupid. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, that's just crazy that she asked that. Uh, I did not look at this voicemail before telling my story, and it, you know, it just happened to work out like that. So. Um, that's what we would do is we would just, uh, keep calling the parents and winging it until they arrive. That's amazing. That's yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that you just kind of pray that eventually someone will show up for the kid. Oh, well, thanks everybody for taking a listen to us. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, tell us about your, uh, camper whose parents didn't come pick them up. Tell us about, uh, what three things that you would hate to show up to the cash register with. Um, and you know what? Take a crack at what is uh, jumping around in Aaron's lungs. Tell us what you think it is. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and where, where are they going to tell us how to do that, Jeff? Facebook. 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 They can Facebook. email us as well, Aaron. What's that email? this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com yeah send us your stories we 
we'd love to get some more listener stories. I think um, it'd be a lot of fun for like you guys to send them in, and we'll yeah, we're running low because we have stories between us, but um, it it's hard to come up with them. <laughs> well, we've told a lot of them, man. Like it, like legitimately. <laughs> It is. And while your story might be similar to one of ours, we've already told, like it's still different because everyone has a different experience. So if we can't get you on, like send your story in, email to us, phone call it in as well. We'd love that. Um, yeah. Cool. I think that's thanks everybody. All right. Well, for our Patreon listeners, hang out with us afterwards. We got a special present for you from Aaron. All right. Yeah, we do. See ya. Bye. summer camp